In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome, guys, to Twisted News. Today, we have an interesting one for you. In our first story, we'll get all the details on two bodies that were found inside a mayor's house in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. And the next cautionary tale is about finding love online and discusses a guy who, after just one date with a woman, hired a hitman to take her out. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number one, two bodies found in mayor's house. In certain close communities, neighbors sometimes act not only as close friends to one another, but also like extended families. Your neighbors are almost permanent fixtures in your life, especially if you have good relationships with them. That's why it's alarming when one day you just don't see them anymore. Somehow their routine suddenly stopped, and there's no way for you to reach out to them. This is probably what happened just before a concerned neighbor who lived on Marion Lane in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. All police regarding their elderly neighbors, a longtime couple in their 70s. The home they reported to belonged to a former Woonsocket mayor. They said that they hadn't seen the old couple living in that house for about a week. They also reported a foul smell emanating from there. When authorities arrived to check it out, they did confirm the smell was coming from inside the house. And actually contained inside there were two decomposing bodies, a man and a woman. Authorities went in wearing hazmat suits, but they weren't immediately able to identify the bodies. Upon the initial investigation, they said that there seemed to be no signs of a home invasion or foul play, though and suspected that the bodies might have died due to natural causes. It was also known that the elderly couple who lived there had significant medical issues. A couple days later, their suspicions were confirmed after state health officials identified the female body as the former mayor 
Susan Maynard, who was 74 years old at the time. She died due to chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. And then a couple days passed and the body of the deceased male was finally identified and confirmed as belonging to Susan's longtime boyfriend, Daniel Grabowski, the founder and former CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Woonsocket. And he reportedly died due to type 2 diabetes. And no other information was made public regarding specific details of their deaths or a possible scenario of how they passed away without anyone else knowing or reaching out to them during the week their neighbors reported not seeing them. It's actually a very sad and disturbing thing to think about when you consider the possibility that one of the elderly couples wasn't able to call for help when their loved one passed. Old age is such a tender stage in humans. As some elderly choose to live their lives to the fullest while they still can, others choose to live their remaining years in comfort, either on their own or in assisted living facilities. Despite taking quite a while before they were noticed somehow, Susan and Daniel were both lucky to have neighbors who cared about them in a way. For now, we can only hope that the couple was able to live their best lives together, and that even death wasn't able to take them apart. Number two, man hires hitman to kill his date. In this day and age where almost everything is just a tap away, people keep finding different ways to adapt to these changes. Purchasing and ordering food and other essential items are easily done in the comfort of one's home. Even running businesses and ensuring the security of specific locations can be done online. Though what's arguably the most interacted upon online services are the ones that involve human connections. Social media apps and websites offer to connect their users to the rest of the world. These usually result in creating kinships between strangers or finding other people who have the same preferences when it comes to looks, hobbies, and even beliefs, to name a few. Making friends or starting romantic endeavors with someone online as somehow become easier, but that isn't always better. The anonymity and mystery offered by social media apps add thrill to the experience, which is probably one of the reasons why they appeal to people. Those who find connections online can end up being real-life friends, while there are those who either hook up for a short time, while some even end up finding their life partners online. However, There are also those who meet their worst nightmares in real life after possibly being too mystified online by their prospective partners. And this is exactly what the woman in this story experienced. She probably expected to meet a man who was a perfect match for her, just as how he was online. However, she instead met the exact opposite. It was a nightmare that would continue to haunt her until she dropped dead. Sometime in 2020, a young woman, who will remain unnamed, met a young man online because of their similar likes. His name was Scott Burkett, a 24-year-old engineer in Beverly Hills, and the two of them were both admins in a Facebook group of something they both liked. This online friendship eventually led to them becoming a couple. But in late October of that same year, the woman flew to Los Angeles to meet Burkett, 
Somehow, though, after meeting him in person, she became disillusioned and was turned off by his behavior. Apparently, Burkett was being sexually aggressive towards her. Shortly after this meeting happened, the woman broke it off with Burkett multiple times as he didn't want to accept the breakup and instead kept contacting her. And then after about five months, in April of 2021, a family member of the woman learned that Burkett didn't stop contacting her. Now, in an attempt to end this matter amicably, the family member contacted Burkett's father by calling and sending text messages to his phone. In response to this, a text message was sent on April 20th that read, Consider this matter closed. And it was speculated that Beckett himself sent this reply. Somehow, this made the woman and her family feel better. However, what they didn't know was the plan that Burkett had in his mind to close the matter. On the 20th of April, just a few days after making contact with the woman's family, Beckett posted an advertisement on a group on the dark web soliciting murder-for-hire services. He was said to have paid in Bitcoin, which amounted to about $13,000. And in his service order... He requested that the murder be made to look like an accident, even adding a suggestion that perhaps a robbery-gone-wrong scenario may work better so long as she is dead. He also requested that the hitman retrieve and completely destroy the woman's phone in the process of killing her. It was later reported that the FBI thought that this certain group he contacted were scammers and that nothing ever came of what they said they'd do. Yet, This is when they started to plan on entrapping Beckett for his murder request order. On May 18th, an FBI agent, posing as a hitman, took on the offer and contacted Burkett. They exchanged further information regarding the intended hit, along with the victim's photos and other information. After confirming, Scott made an additional payment of $1,000 to the said Uncover agent on Thursday afternoon while also requesting proof of the victim's murder. The following day, authorities arrested Burkett for attempting to hire a hitman to kill a woman, and he has remained in federal custody ever since. Prosecutors argued that what Burkett did was premeditated and showed just how meticulous he was in his plan to end the life of the woman who rejected him. The fact that he couldn't even respect the decision of the woman when she wanted to end things with him after their meeting seemed like a huge red flag already. His actions may somehow be seen as a reflection of how much he values himself over the life of others for not giving him what he wants. Recently, in September of 2022, he received a sentence of five years in federal prison for what he had done. For now, until Beckett's release in 60 months, the victim and her family can breathe easy and be free of worries involving Beckett. Though, we can only hope that when the time comes and he is released from prison, he has finally learned to respect people and their boundaries. Or else, the nightmare of the victim and her family may just start once again. So there were two of the most disturbing cases we have for you guys today. If you like this episode, make sure you stay tuned for more. If you're interested in other stories like these that are discussed more in-depth, please go check out our podcast called Everytown. You'll find links down in the description below. 
Until next time, I'll see you soon.